Live from beautiful Ashland, Oregon, I am Pleiadian Emissary of Light, Caroline Ra. Thank you all for joining me today. Welcome to Spirit of the Dawn. What a delightful show we are going to have today. About a year ago, I had the pleasure of meeting my guests, Ina V and Howard Lipp, when they were doing a concert here in Ashland. Filled with love, humor, and wisdom, Ina and Howard shared their healing music with those of us who were gathered together that night. Ina's powerful voice woven together with the healing sounds of the instruments touched my heart. I am so looking forward to sharing their music with you today and learning all about their lives and the magic they weave through all that they do. Ina V and Howard Lip, thank you so much for joining us today. Welcome to Spirit of the Dom. Hi, Caroline. Thank Hi, you. Caroline. Thanks for having okay. us. Thank you. So you guys are on the road. Where are you right now? Right now we are in Scottsdale, Arizona, and on our way to um, do some uh, workshops and a concert in Sedona this weekend and next weekend, and um, having a really amazing time out in the desert. Beautiful. Is it warm there? Because many of us are very, very cold. Ashland's <laughs> freezing. <laughs> well, actually, you know, it was warm a few days ago, but they're having a cold front come in, so it's been a little chilly. It's about 48 degrees. It's, <laughs> it's not awful. So you guys have been on the road. You met about five years ago, is it? Yeah, almost six years ago. We met in 2008. We met in May of 2008. Yeah. And it's been an amazing, amazing journey. Wow. Uh, yeah. You have created such amazing works. Um that are so powerful and healing, and you've combined your missions together to create healing music. Ina, can you give us uh, some of your background that brought you to where you are now? Oh, sure. Um, about 20 years ago, I had a really powerful awakening when I um, graduated from my undergrad at UCLA, and I moved to the Big Island of Hawaii, and um, feel like I had an awakening that really put me on my on my path and my purpose. Although at the time it didn't feel quite like that, it felt very confusing because <laughs> I had um, felt like it, I had undone everything I had known about life. Um, and it put me on a journey of the last 20 years really of um, exploring uh, various traditions, beliefs, um, indigenous people and their connection to the earth. I sometimes tell people that I, I was raised with a relationship to the sky gods and I spent the first 20 years of my life um, in religion and connecting to the air and sky and heaven. And the last 20 years I've been deepening and connecting my understanding and relationship with the earth and with the body and with being in the presence and being here. Um, and so it took me all over the world and I've lived in about six or seven countries and have traveled to ma many, many countries and worked with the Native American traditions and um, the Buddhist path and the Jewish path and um, also plant medicine and um, it has been quite a journey. I, I ended up getting my master's degree in indigenous studies and um, was deepening my understanding of traditional music and devotional music as well during that time. So it was 
weaving through the sweat lodge and through Buddhist mantras and through um, Jewish prayers and through South American prayers and chants. And um, when I ended up meeting Howard, it was really a, m a moment of this culmination of all of these um, different traditions and paths that I had walked down and I met him as a producer and it just really was clear that that not only were we meant to work together but as we worked together for a few months it became clear that we were meant to be together and weave our backgrounds through our creative passion and our purpose of healing and transformational work both together as a couple and um, in the community so it's been quite a journey so far <laughs> Well, thank you. That was wonderful. That was really wonderful hearing all about your exciting life. Very exciting. Howard, you've had a very different path, really, that led you to the very similar place. Uh, yes, I really have. You know, I'm a self-taught musician from a very young age. Um, very much the scientist raised in the Hebrew or Jewish tradition. And uh, it took me a couple of bouts with addiction to really... Um, come to terms with my desire for a connection to spirit in a way that I wasn't getting through my family's uh, religious um, connection. And uh, I went to South America, actually, and it was through plant medicine and through some shamanic work also with Ayurveda that um, I really developed a connection to spirit and found my path and purpose with music. Um, I've been producing music for a number of years and I was producing all kinds, um, some of it real mind rot. And uh, it was through the work with the plants that I came to understand that my path was to bring a more uplifting vibration through music and uh, through sound. And uh, just about that time that I really came to that awakening, started working with uh, um, acutonics, which is a sound healing modality um, with tuning forks. And I came through the 12-step uh, recovery process and eventually got deeper into my healing through plant medicine. And uh, my wife came along in the midst of that as an introduction from a dear friend and yoga teacher. And uh, yeah, I knew I was in trouble when she walked in the door because I thought to myself, well, she's here and I'm not ready. <laughs> and um, so I just kept my mouth shut and we made a great record. And at some point during that, I just found myself staring way too hard. So I had to say something. <laughs> so I totally, totally flustered the hell out of Ina. As, as you can tell from speaking with her, she's never at a loss for words. Well, there was a moment in our experience where I remembered clearly where I said to her, you know, I adore you. And uh, I just want you to know that you don't have to answer. You don't have to respond. You don't have to do anything about it. It's just I'm staring way too much while we're working together to not say something. <laughs> And that was the first time in uh, my experience with her where she didn't have anything to say. She just kind of looked at me with this, I just swallowed a lemon look. <laughs> That's fantastic. That's fantastic. Um, would you say for both of you that the plants have been teachers for you? Yes, yeah. tremendously. Yeah. Powerful teachers. For I think, yourself. yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that you know, there's a lot of um, confusion around and maybe misunderstanding, but um, I definitely know that in my experience working with many different indigenous ways 
and traditional paths lay, helped lay a foundation for me in my healing that when I did eventually meet the plants, it was um, a very um, balancing and deepening of my, of my healing and, and my coming to understand my purpose um, and also healing of my relationship to source which, um, you know, in religious, in my religious background had been really confused and um, distorted through a variety of, of reasons and not any one person in particular, but just the traditional um, misunderstanding, I think, of what it means to be a human being and have a connection to divinity. So certainly has been a powerful healing tool and has enabled me and both Howard and I to really be clear on our purpose and our, and our path and, and mission. And part of that mission is Earth Prayer Project. Can you tell us about Earth Prayer Project healing the world through music? And soon we're going to play the beautiful Earth Prayer. Well, a couple years ago when the oil spill was going on in the Gulf of Mexico. Um, I was having a really hard time as was Howard with, um, just watching all this oil pour into the ocean and affect, um, not only the marine environment, but all the people involved, also all the people affected and, um, really didn't know what to do about it. And Howard said to me, well, you know, in a, can't necessarily go down there right now or help clean up or cut your hair and send it there, all these different things that were going on. And he said, you know, why don't you write a song? And um, the Ho'oponopono prayer was going around heavily at that time and it was really affecting me powerfully. And um, I've spent a lot of time living on the big island and um, Howard and I both have spent a lot of time on the islands and it just became clear that this was a prayer that, that we could offer uh, to take responsibility for our choices as human beings and how it's affecting everyone from, you know, the, the mineral to the animal, vegetal, human spirit. It, we're all connected and, and interacting and uh, affecting each other. And so this song was written in one night, recorded same night, and it became pretty clear that this was a gift given to us because it was basically a channeled song and um, we, we really felt strongly about wanting to give back. So Earth Prayer Project was basically born and, um, and inspiring us to, to write songs to help support projects that are working to have clean water and non-privatized water and and also in general just write songs to help inspire and uplift and support projects that are doing good in the world. So that's sort of a quick synopsis of how Earth Prayer Project formed out of the song uh, Earth Prayer. Well, it, I absolutely love the song. It's a beautiful video that you created with it and I'd like to share yeah. it right now with everyone who's listening today the beautiful Earth Prayer. Feel it all 
See you. 
is so beautiful. We have just had the immense delight of listening to Ina V and Howard Lipp's Earth Prayer. You can learn more about Earth Prayer Project at earthprayerproject.com. Wow, that was amazing. How beautiful. And uh, who produced the video that you created? Uh, well, we did, um, but our friend directed and edited Rebecca Hugh. She's really an incredible um, director, and she was also the co-producer. Um, we were blessed to have her, um, and and her she does her work is Kung Fu Barbie Productions. <laughs> um, okay. But she was amazing, yeah, and helping us. You know, we did that on a wing and a prayer and a shoestring, so. We shot the whole thing in one day, and um, it was incredible how it all came together and um, some of the dance moves between me and this other woman who was doing traditional Indian dancing. None of that was um, choreographed. None of the moves were choreographed. We just did what we were felt called to do, and then when Rebecca put the video together, there were all these moves we were doing similarly, and it was just incredible to see it unfold. So. It's fun to see what you can do on a shoestring budget. <laughs> uh, it's, it's really beautiful. Um, now, you guys mostly live on the road, and I imagine you stay at people's houses, and you've noticed that nobody knows how to get their children to sleep. Is that why you created your latest release, Moonbeams and Star Streams? <laughs> you know what? Um, we do stay with a lot of people on the road, and actually some of our dear friends who live up in Santa Cruz have this really... Um, incredible son who has adopted us as his um, second parents and we've um, known him since he was two and after one time staying uh, with him it, it wasn't because he was having a hard time going to sleep but he just inspired us by his presence and we went home uh, when we were living in Santa Monica at the time and uh, wrote this song Moonbeams and it wasn't for really a children's album per se. It was just a song that was inspired. And then over the course of the next year and a half, and actually two years, um, we started spending more time with friends who some of my friends started having children. And, uh, and it, each song kind of became inspired by some of the children we were spending time with. And then we were living up in Topanga and we started recording the sounds of the owls and the crickets and the the birds the sparrows who were singing while we were recording so much that we said okay okay we'll put the microphone outside and we'll include you in the music so um we also have the koki frogs from hawaii that we recorded in a banana grove and so it just became this album suddenly of um music to sleep and when our adult friends would hear it they said well are we can we listen to this too so that's why we on the cover, it says for children of all ages because um, it's really just an album of of original lullabies and instruments um, and instrumental movements that help support relaxation and sleep and um, and we dedicated it to all of the children of um, of the elementary school in, in Connecticut in Newtown and um, I think it was Sunnybrook was that. Was the, was the elementary school. And, um, yeah, we just were really feeling into the children of the planet and, and how many may feel afraid to go to sleep or not feel safe. And so we wanted to create something that would 
support that safety and love and realization that, you know, we're all held and connected by source, even if we don't feel that way at home or we don't feel that way in our environment. And so we created moonbeams and star streams. And many adults are really dealing with the issues they didn't resolve when they were children and couldn't get to sleep. Well, that's true, too. Um, in fact, it's many people... Working on them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, still working on them now as adults, for sure. And, um, you know, not being able to sleep is a real issue for many people. Um, and we know a number of people who have tried many, many different things from pharmaceuticals to meditation to changing your alpha and theta wave states and, um, you know, sometimes nothing really works until you start getting to the core um, of, of some of those disconnect or, or wounding that, that can happen, that, that has happened from a very young age. So while the music may, may not be able to, you know, heal those very core wounds, certainly music can help support the healing and help create an environment of safety and relaxation. So that's what a lot of the words are about is, is kind of dreamy, but also knowing that you're loved or knowing that you're safe, knowing that you're connected. Um, and we wanted to, you know, really tune in to the children that are here and coming um, just to support, to support them coming into this planet of a lot of unrest and, and, um, and challenge. And at the same time, there's a lot of beauty and we can elevate our understanding of what it means to be human by focusing on, on that beauty. So that was, that was the intention behind, ultimately behind the album. It was, it was an organic and unfolding. That's fun. It's beautiful. The album is called Moonbeams and Starstreams. We're talking with Ina V and Howard Lip. And we're going to get to hear Moonbeams and Star Streams, one of uh, the songs, part of one of the songs. And this does make me yawn and get very relaxed. So I'm warning everyone to try to stay away because there's lots more coming. <laughs> right now we're going to uh, listen to Moonbeams and Star Streams. The moonbeams are over the ocean The stars are shining in the sky We lay our bodies down now And sleep will take us through the bed now the day is long and gone the wind she whispers at your window close your eyes today your work is done what are your dreams
Moonbeams and Star Streams from the latest album from Ina V and Howard Lepp. I'd really love to talk with you about how music and sound heal because I do sound healing also in my healing practice and it's absolutely fascinating how it works and if you could share with us more about uh, your experiences with the healing that you guys do. Well, you know, one of the things I wanted to say about that last song, Moonbeams, is um, it, it goes on for about nine minutes, and most of the songs in the album are, you know, nine, eight to nine minutes long. <clears throat> and part of that is to um, help create a relaxed state. And, you know, I think Howard can talk more specifically about that and, and sort of the intention behind um, why when you say, oh, this music makes me tired, that's actually great because that's the whole intention, you know, is people say that I didn't make it through the whole album. I fell asleep and we're like, great, we're doing our work. So, um, you know, I know Howard can speak more to, to the intention behind what we play and, um, what notes and, and values and, and, um, what goes behind the, the music that we create. Well, you know, slower time signatures tend to, uh, bring people, um, more into an alpha state to begin with, and uh, certain uh, musical intervals, uh, like the one in four or one in five, tend to open. So, you know, songs, and it, this was true of simple rock and roll, where they say it's a one, four, five, or a 12-bar blues pattern. Um, 
tends to be opening so that the message can get in. And when you take time to slow down and create a bed using these intervals, but especially the song being in the root chakra key to begin with, tends to create a sense of safety and security. And with a slow tempo, it tends to bring people's breathing down and bring their heartbeat down. So it is sort of musically, consciously, and intentionally slowing people down to a place where they, um, where they drop in more to a state of alpha or, or slow down, become more focused and present to right here and right now. You know, and it's a rare person actually who gets um, a right amount of sleep and a right amount of rest. So, you know, people who do get a right amount of sleep and right amount of rest actually don't feel all that sleepy when they listen to this music, <laughs> except at bedtime. But you know, most of us—you've heard people say it before, I'm sure, during meditation. I can't meditate because I always fall asleep or I can't slow down. And you know, there—it's more about a. a a deficit in rest than it is about an inability to slow down. Well, it's very interesting about how sound healing works, and it's very—it's uh, really very extensive. And the musical aspects of it, I've never really thought about that much. And that's thank you for sharing all that because it's very interesting. I'm not a musician, and thinking about it in terms the way a musician would think of it, it's very interesting. You guys do workshops. What are those workshops like? Uh, when you're gathered a whole group of people together? Well, they're very much about taking people on a conscious and intentional journey through sound to open and remove blocks, to face their inner challenges, to look at the aspects of themselves that they are not, maybe not be comfortable with, or maybe not really want to look at. But the best way for us to evolve is to look at those aspects of ourselves. And with sound, you know, part of the healing journey is using different tunings to open and move blocks um, in the uh, energetic system, in the organ system, in the chakra system. So, you know, I'm also a physicist and a computer engineer, so I get I can get awfully technical, and I'll, I'll try not to do that because that'll put people to sleep faster than moonbeams will. But there, um, there are techniques with sound and with frequencies, especially combining two frequencies with singing bowls, for example, uh, using combinations of pitches that both ground and apply yang energy or yin energy or chi energy or open that particular point that's blocked using the sound of the new moon uh, associated along with the sound of om. And these are frequencies that are actually calculated using planetary information. Um, the period of rotation of the Earth, the orbital period of the Earth around the Sun, the day, uh, the solar day, the the new moon cycle, the full moon cycle. So these frequencies are actually used, and um, variations of them. You've heard people, some people talking about sophagio tones um, versus tuning to four forty, and. What I find and have found through research that's most critical is the intervals between like C and F, the one in four, or C and G, the one in five, and not necessarily the pitch that that C is tuned to in an absolute sense. Like um, Western orchestral tuning is 440, so Faggio I think is 432, tuning to Ohm is 435.1. So, you know, there's there's some 
various um, adjustments that we can make to the tuning, but it, it's not as tremendously impactful on the human body as necessarily um, the interval of pitches that we use for opening or for clearing or for applying chi. So I hope I didn't lose everybody with that. But <laughs> Oh, it's fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. You, one of the things that you have been talking about also, both of you, is being in the now and facing parts of ourselves. And um, I've been noticing a new paradigm in bringing ourselves into wholeness and uh, as a method of healing. And can you discuss that a little bit, this new paradigm of bringing ourselves into wholeness and facing ourselves? <clears throat> yes. Um, I think we both can say a little bit about it. I, you know, one of the things that I think is, is something to take note of in terms of new versus old paradigms is I think <clears throat> one thing that I've been taught, especially with um, my work with more earth-based people is that it's, it's a remembrance rather than something new or old. Um, it's remembering who we are. And I think there's an opportunity for, for many of us who are willing and desirous of facing into that which we are not so that there's more room and space for who we really are to come forward and sometimes I often joke um, and a little bit about when I hear of people saying, you know, I'm here to ascend and I joke and say, well, I'm here to descend. Um, I'm on the dissension path, really kind of tongue in cheek, but more speaking about how I feel very called to embody every cell that's in my body with presence, with loving acceptance, loving awareness, and and being here in this body on this planet and experiencing it to the fullest um, in in within my heart and being guided by my heart with the perspective of this is what we're given in the here and now and the awareness that there are many dimensions and many um, different ways to experience the world, not just in the 3D. Uh, and at the same time, you know, we're here to be human and celebrate our, our life, elevate what it means to be connected to source on earth, in the now, with each other. And, and that's not always, as they say in France, c'est pas évident. It's not always so clear and easy to do. But that's why we have each other and we have tools and we have support of, of spirit to help guide us and, and remember on the path of remembrance. So I think, you know, Howard probably has something to say about that as well. I do think, um, <laughs> you know, I think for me, the thing I found, especially with my life path through the, uh, through the, the pits of addiction is that um, fear, anger, hurt, um, powerful emotions that are not necessarily comfortable or easy to express and oftentimes are avoided at all costs. And, you know, part of the work of enlightenment is about lightening up. And literally, it's about lightening up. It's about dropping 
the things that weigh us down. It's about letting go of hurt and anger and fear. And sometimes that means addressing them head on. And sometimes that means expressing what would be so terrifying to express. I think there was a moment uh, before I told Ina how I felt about her when we were working in the control room where there was this absolute incredible puckering of my backside, grabbing onto the chair going, oh my God, the last thing I really want to do is be so vulnerable to say how I felt. And yet it was a crossroads for me about not being able to not say it because um, there was just too much energy around it for me. So I had to say it and, and not have any attachment to what it was going to mean. And I think the same comes up in relationships. Oftentimes we're afraid to say how we're feeling for fear of the result. And it's not necessarily that we're going to as human beings or that I'm as a human being going to be able to completely let go of my attachment to the result. But it's about being willing to speak courageously in spite of my fear of the result. And so I think that's a part of looking at our shadows, which is our, you know, big part of them is our fears and the things about ourselves that we uh, that we don't like to look at or don't like to admit. And that's a lot of what we cultivate and create within our workshops and our community of healing is a safe place to explore those realms um, so that we can let them go and clear clear the area, so to speak, um, so that more more love can be present within us and um, that we can be more aware of when we're focusing our attention on that which we are not and focusing our attention on that which we are. And, you know, facing into those fears, as Howard was talking about, or the shadows is not always, like, first choice to do because it can be painful, it's old woundings, it's, it's deep patterns and uh, coming from a real and valid place. But, they, but most often we found those patterns don't serve us anymore. When, when it's time for us to let them go, they're just, they're not serving us anymore. And so it's now it's time to have a new relationship with how we interact in the world and how we communicate and what are taking a really good hard look at our patterns. Absolutely amazing and beautiful. Thank you so much, Ina V and Howard, for sharing all your wisdom with us. It resonates with me deeply, 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 and uh, and I'm sure that it's very helpful for people to hear about the new paradigms that are happening with us as new energy is available to our planet that supports uh, new ways in healing and, and new ways for us to experience ourselves. You have a lovely website, inavi.com, and um, there's also accessmondayentertainment.com, but inavi.com is where to listen to all the beautiful music, and you have an album coming up that's going to be released soon called Filled with Light. Yes. We're going to get to hear Rise, which is one of the selections from Filled with Light. Can you tell us about this new album that, that is coming up? Yeah, it's been actually an album that's been long awaited. We we have yet to find a way to be on the road full time and um, producing <laughs> albums <laughs> at the same time. Um, a lot of these songs on this album have been queued up um, and and ready to go. Um, 
since you know we've been working on it this year, and so we're really excited about releasing it early um, coming up in 2014. And these songs are really about you know celebrating and focusing on the light within us and the love within us and how we can respond to life from that perspective, um, it's definitely still a work in progress and, and this song Rise um, is not quite complete yet but we, we wanted to share, uh, get, give people a little taste. Um, and, and similar to Earth Prayer, this song Rise was written um, when uh, the tsunami hit um, in Japan and as we know, I mean, it's just creating so much um, emotional confusion and turmoil and fear within us with nuclear reactors and what the effect is having on the ocean and the in the air and each other as human beings and this song was 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 written in response to that um when i noticed how the japanese people responded to the event it was they they showed up anyway and i think that's what that's really what all we can do is no matter what is going on, we rise and we live our purpose because that is bringing a frequency and, um, and an offering to, to our lives and to those around us and to the planet for that matter that's on a, a level that's connected to source and love. And when I know for me personally when I'm standing in the frequency of love versus standing in the frequency of fear, I'm more open. I'm more trusting, and I'm more willing to create and give and be available to not only my own inner guidance, but to the needs of others around me. And so, "Rise" was written from that place, and I hope everybody enjoys it. Thank you. We're going to listen to the very beautiful "Rise" from Nivi and Howard. Give this offering we bring. 
Beautiful. That is Rise from the upcoming release, Filled with Light from Ina V and Howard Lip. We have a little bit more time on the show today, and we're going to be closing with a very fun version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. And Ina, you have put together a giveaway for those who are listening today. It's We're going out live on December 5th, right approaching or in the middle of the holiday season. Can you tell us about what you've put together for our listeners? Yeah, um, we wanted to do a giveaway this morning. So the first five people that um, connect and uh, with us on our website using our contact um, on the on the email page, we're going to give away this song. Have yourself a merry little Christmas to the first five people. So we hope you guys enjoy the the song, and um, I think at some point, maybe next year, Howard and I work. We're, we're, cultivating uh we've got about four or five songs so far and i think by that time we'll have a few more and we can release a christmas album it's just something we've been doing for fun and um and so this is one of the songs from from that album during the winter season that we we like to give so we hope that people enjoy that thank you Ina. that's really lovely we're going to be closing the show with Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, which gives us about one minute. And you have shared so much wisdom with us, but can in one minute you guys just share a little bit more? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, you know, Howard, Howard has something to say. <laughs> right. The most important thing that we have ever learned in the process of transformation is to recognize 
that if something isn't love, that it isn't me, and to have loving allowance for my humanity. Um, it, can, it can not only be a sense of a source of healing, but it can also be a source of tremendous amusement when we get to laugh at our own shortcomings and just know that that's humanity. In any given moment, a snapshot may not be of us at our best, and another snapshot might be very different. <laughs> Thank you, Howard. Thank you, Howard. We have had an amazing time with Ina V and Howard Lip, and you can uh, check out their beautiful website, Ina V. Dot com, and uh, for the first five who fill out the contact form and send them in, they'll be receiving this really, really beautiful version of Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Thank you, everyone, for joining us today, and thank you, Ina and Howard. Thank you, Caroline. Thank you, Caroline. Thanks for having us, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Happy holidays, whatever you're celebrating. Have yourself a merry little Christmas Let your heart be light From now on Our troubles will be out of Gather near to us once more.